Hey everyone, it's Nelly here. How are you doing? Today we have the one and only Genevieve Morris. She's a comedian and actress and check out Chic at her local IGA and no, that is not a metaphor. Look, you probably know Jen from various TV roles, but most notably Comedy Inc. And weirdly, she became uber famous from that ANZ ad where she played Barbara, the asshole bank manager, you remember. So Jen and I talk shrinking from Apple TV, surviving cancer and the impact that has on your relationship. Uh, We talk about Jen's COVID vagina, or will be explained, painful sex and how she sorted that shit out with the help of a sex therapist. We talk about self-improvement and why it's often horseshit. And we take, my God, some incredible listener calls and letters, including a woman who went on a date with a wanker, and I mean a literal wanker, another who wants to bone a guy at work and wonders if she should, and a lovely listener struggling with STI stuff. As always, we end on Jen's stupid exes and her dating deal breakers. Now, Jen is one of the most open and raw guests I've had on the podcast, and my God, if you're a regular listener, you'll know that's saying something. I couldn't love her more, and I I know you'll be obsessed. Look, while we're here, this podcast was recorded in the council area known as Maribyrnong in Melbourne. I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Wurundjeri, Woiwurrung and Boonwurrung peoples of Kulin Nation, and pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging. And one quick thing, I need your support. Right, I have zero marketing budget. That's how podcasts go. If you want to help support and grow the podcast, please take out your phone now and rate and review. It really does help other people find it. And of course, share on social media, tell your mates, all that stuff. If you can sign up to Dear Nelly Plus, even better. It's only $1.25 a week and you get an extra episode and other bonus content and it means I can pay everyone behind the scenes. I honestly can't do this long term without your support. So for those of you who've already signed up, uh, the biggest, biggest thanks and appreciation. And look, for more info about all of that, see the show notes or go to NellieThomas.com and follow the links. And look, finally, this is a sex, dating and relationships podcast for adults. If you don't like swearing, it's really going to give you the shit. So off you fuck. Enjoy Genevieve Morris. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Dear Nelly, I could use some advice. Dear Nelly, yeah, some help would be nice. Dear Nelly. I'm eager to hear your point of view. Dear Nelly, there's a lot to explore. Dear Nelly, when you're 40 or more. Dear Nelly, so I'm hoping we can talk it through. Yeah. 
Welcome to Dear Nelly Sex Dating and Relationships from the Other Side of 40. And we are joined today. I think this might be a first on the podcast where I have not met you in person. Wow. Genevieve Morris. What a risk. What a risk. You've gone out on a limb. What you if I'm a total asshole? I can loose unit. <laughs> and if you are, that would be on brand Great. for this podcast. Great. So I know you as a comedian and actor. Yeah. Are yep. there other strings to your bow? Well, I don't classify myself as a comedian in as much as I don't – I've never made a living out of stand-up. Yeah. But I'm a comic actor. Oh, you sure are. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's a comedian to me. Is it? Yeah. Okay, good. I think the Just, purists – I like to clarify. I you understand. Know. And yeah. There are purists who kind of go, you have to have done stand-up, you on your own with the microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am not one of those. Yeah. To me, yeah. you're a comedian. Yeah. You've got funny bones. Uh, born with them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, other strings to my bow, <laughs> I, I've got a casual job at the IGA. Hey, are you a checkout chick? Well, I do a bit of that. Bit of a bit of shelf stacking? Bit of shelf stacking, yeah. bit of emptying the bins, Love. bit of counting the tills, yeah. bit of supervising <laughs> the, casu- the young casuals. Hilarious. <laughs> Been doing it since November and I'm, I just love it. Love I just, I've stacked shelves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I've done it like years and years and years ago. Yeah. But the, this little lad came up at, at, at our local IGA that kept coming up. I'm in there twice and a day not? anyway. <laughs> Might as well get paid why for not? it. Yeah. And so is that – that can't be the first like proper job you've had it's, outside of acting. No, but it's almost close to it. I, I, I've got a dreadful work ethic. Like <laughs> I'm just I'm just dreadful. And my, my husband has a really – Good work ethic, so right. it, it was it, it was a struggle over the years. But he's um, carrying that load, shall we say? Yeah, yeah, Fair. more or less. I'm sure you're carrying other loads, other loads. Um, yeah. But I, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I have a bachelor of education. I could be a teacher, but that yeah. is too stressful. Yeah, fuck I do that. not want stress yeah. in my life. No. And so, yeah, I could, yeah, I could earn a lot more money doing other things, probably, but yeah. they would cause me a lot of stress. stress. Whereas this is, it's pretty simple, isn't it? You know, yeah, people you need do food. Your thing. You go. You, people yeah. never believe me when I say this, but I think you will. I've had like actually quite high corporate jobs. I've had academic jobs. I've obviously stand up stressful. Yeah. The best job I've ever had was a cleaner, and yeah. I'm not kidding. Yeah, like I, you go in, 100%. you listen to music. You sort the house out. Yep. You walk out, it's pristine. The Beautiful. only issue is you don't get paid enough. No. But the actual job. Yeah. Loved it. The doing. Nothing in my head. Yes. Could yeah. you worry for Australia? Oh, yeah. 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 Definitely. So what's the stress? Because you've said stress several times. Is it because oh. you're prone to stress? Um, probably. I take, yeah, I would just take every little thing on mm. that could possibly come up you know like I, I for example if I if I was doing sort of teaching you know I'd just be looking too far into the the, the kids home life and what could You'd be going, you that know kid didn't have a exactly, healthy lunch or, or the, whatever yeah and it yeah. just their and shoes it don't my fit stomach up I've done a bit of emergency teaching in the past I would get so nervous so beforehand stressed. yeah and almost pull out yeah you know, and, and that was a, I was only doing like emergency yeah. primary teaching. But. but on the upside, that means, I mean, you're, it's such an overused word, but you're obviously an empath. Yeah. And you're a very yeah. sensitive 100%. person. Yeah. Which is also why you're a good artist. It's a good, yeah. Yeah. 
That's you right. Know? Like when people kind of go, it shits me, we're coming up to comedy festival, when people sort of go, oh, you know, why do comedians get worried about reviews? It's like the same um. personality <laughs> that can do that job yeah. is the same personality that's going to be hurt Correct. when you say you're shit at that job. Yeah. Like you can't have it with one without the other. No, no. And that fragile soul yeah. um, could quite easily, yeah, I love crushed. sensitivity. Yeah, I, I do too. I yeah. think we, we sort of demonise it because we we're do. scared of it and we yes. don't know how to handle it. Yeah. But I love the fact that my kids are quite sensitive. Yeah. It, it, it's extremely problematic in yeah. the day-to-day world, but I always remind them, you know, that's yes. you're like that because, you, you know, you care. Yes. You, and, and what could be better than that? And would you want the opposite? No. Where they're Teflon, they don't give a shit. No. Yeah, it's hard to parent. Some days I'd like that. Oh, mate, <laughs> don't even, don't even. Yeah. I was about to reveal a personal anecdote, I will not. <laughs> yeah. But let's just say I get it. Yeah. So you've got two kids. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so as you know, with this podcast, we start with your relationship history. Mm. Do you want to start present day, or should we go back to little Genevieve? Um, there's not much interesting fodder to be discovered in little Genevieve. Isn't there? Not really. Oh, I was very late to lose my virginity. Oh, fantastic! So, well, oh, I we thought talking? it was late, but then I hear other things. I go, oh, it wasn't <laughs> that late. I, I don't know. Look. For me, it was late because I was the last one. I was oh. like, also, I was the last one to get my period. You yes. know, like I was a late developer. Yeah, like so, I was nineteen. Yeah, isn't that absurd that that seems late? I know. So you similar age to me, I'm guessing. I'm I'm fifty. I'm fifty five. I'll be fifty six in May. Okay, so a little bit older. But yeah, yeah. That then, like that, just doesn't seem late to me. No. 19. No, but at the time. At the time it felt like an eternity. And I think it was also because I was a young uni student. Like yeah. I started uni when I was 17, yes, turning same. 18. So yeah, so all grown I was, up. So the other, all of my other yeah. contemporaries no, were a bit older and made all, you know, of course, yeah. And did you ever pretend to have lost your virginity when you hadn't? Um, <laughs> no, not really. All, no. It was like I'm such a heart on the sleeve. Yeah, Everyone yeah. knows You're what's going shooter. on. Yeah. Yeah. So to be always, you know, people just saying, Are you still a virgin? Yeah. You know, just straight out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, were these actors? No. No, no, no. no. They that were. sounds like a very performer thing to do. Um, some of them might have been, but others yeah. would just be close friends. And, yeah. You know, yeah. And was it, like, was that in a relationship or was it a, like, unexpected? It turned out to be a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and it was, funnily enough, it was someone that I'd, I worked with at a supermarket. I, I was at, you know, like like when it was on a uni student. Oh, my God. So I took a year off uni. I did the first two years. Yeah. And then I took a year off to lose my virginity. Yeah. And <laughs> not consciously. but What are you doing, Genevieve? Just getting late. I'm just going to get a route and I'll be back. I just got to tick it off. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. felt like I had a bit of learning, a bit of, uh, you know, because yeah. I was studying acting and sort of drama teaching and all that sort of stuff. And I, I felt like a kid, like a little yeah. kid in a big kid's world. Yes. And, um, yes. and, oh, I was. But yes. I wasn't when I came back. I was <laughs> very worldly. <laughs> Did you feel transformed after um, that? A little bit, but it was probably more because then I sort of had this little relationship and, and it was over in a minute. But um, And then it, it was like getting a, the monkey off your back yeah, sort yeah. of thing. So I... It's a rite of passage for a lot of people. Yeah. 
Yeah. Know? And, and I think in some ways that puts so much pressure on it too mm. because people expect it to either be good and or transformative and it can be bad and you're the same. Yeah. Or yeah. it might be like in your experience where you go, actually, I do feel different. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I just feel, I don't know, yeah, like a woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way you say Funny bones, if you could see her face. (laughs) And that, so during, so when did you meet your husband? Okay, so I met uh, Tim in 1994. 94, so you are late 20s. Yeah. Late 20s. So again, I mean, I don't think of that as late. No, but But again, it felt 100%. I was the only one without a... You know, partner or fiance or a, you know, yeah. like yeah, or that I, you know, everyone lived with someone or yeah, whatever, and it did feel late. And how did you meet him? We met doing a theatre production together at the, um, it was a Melbourne Theatre Company, Sydney Theatre Company yeah. co-production, so it rehearsed in Melbourne. So yeah. I'm Melbourne based, and he was Sydney based. Yeah. So they came down, so half the cast was sort of, you know, more or less half the cast from Sydney, half from Melbourne. It rehearsed in Melbourne and opened in Melbourne and then did the Sydney season. So he was one of the Sydney boys and I, I, I just thought he was gay. I, yeah. I was, you know, because like, <laughs> well, he was he's male actor. and he's an yeah. actor and he, he yeah. lives in Sydney. And he's from Sydney. He's from Sydney. He's going to be heading up Mardi Gras. Right? So I, yeah. I just buddied up with him, yeah, you yeah. know, and, yeah. um, and then s- sort of. I don't know, just developed feelings yeah. and and, and uh, also quickly uh, clarified that he wasn't gay, but yeah. not, you know, not that there's you, anything wrong with And that. you wouldn't be um, the first straight woman on earth to fall in love with a gay man, let's be honest about that. Well, that's true that. too, yeah, 100%. Yes. And I think it's the it was the gentleness of his nature. Right. So is he a sensitive soul as well? Yeah, he is. So you had a showmance, which is what everything you're not meant to do. Correct. Don't shit where you eat. Correct. Don't date another performer. Correct. All the rest. But it's what we're 20, more than 20 something years later. Yeah, well, 20, it'll be 29 years 29 in November. Years. That's ridiculous. Bloody hell. And I remember the late. Great Bob Hornery, who was a, a, an actor and um, a beautiful man, yeah. much older than the rest of us in the cast, sort of thing. And he, and he had the he was staying in the apartment next door to us in Sydney, and he said, yeah. and he used to he had this great sort of camp quality of he said, oh for God's sake, darling, don't get involved with any of your co-stars. <laughs> yes. Meanwhile, Tim and I are already. Banging next yeah. door, and, you know, like. Well, he's probably so, heard that and yeah. gone. I better give her a little bit of a warning. <laughs> and as then if you're going to take that on. No, I remember telling him about three weeks later. You know, Bob, how you said, and he goes, "I know, darling." Yes, it, I and know. I think it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Do you? And this sounds like a joke, but I don't mean it to be. Mm. But given you've been together for thirty years, basically, mm. do you remember that limerence phase? That phase where you can't get enough of each other, not just sexually, yeah. but obviously that's part of it. Yeah. But where all their habits are fun. Oh, totally. Like nothing annoys you. Yes. You ignore any red flag. Oh. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just like I can't, I just can't yeah, I get enough of you. Yeah, I do remember that. And do, is that fond feelings? Oh, it is a fond – they are fond feelings. Uh, like stupid things like Tim – had this bruise on the back of his leg. So he was trying to pull up his jeans, the bottom of his jeans, <laughs> to show me. This was in rehearsal. So we haven't really got together, but he's pulling up the jeans and on the third sort of tug, he just lets rip this massive fart. Yeah. 
you know, with the effort of it, and oh, I'm on the floor. You know, pull I'm my just finger. like great total yeah. pull my finger. Because you're a good working class girl. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. the humour. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh, yeah. it was all farts yeah. in our house. That's, Don't that's take just there's nothing funnier than a fart. hundred percent. And and then another incident where he we went out for food and stuff, and he got this dessert, or we shared a dessert or something, and at the end he just put the like spoon and fork to the side of the plate, picked up the plate and just licked, licked it. it, licked the <laughs> shit out of it. And I was just like, yeah, you'll do. The taboos. You'll do. Yeah, I love that, especially with a gentleman. Mm, yeah. I love that. Yeah, like if a kind of macho alpha's doing that shit, it mm-hmm. really annoys me. Oh, totally. But if it's a sweet guy, yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, because it's unexpected. That's right. There's where the humour is. Yeah, that's right. Because you sort of know it's a parody yeah. of himself. Yeah, yeah. You know, I love that. So correct me if I'm wrong, this is purely from my point of view, but Mm -hmm. the peak of your fame Mm -hmm. is sort of Comedy Inc. days. Yeah. Would you say so? um, Yeah, I probably, you know, like to be honest, probably that and then probably the Barbara from Bank world. ANZ yes. ads. And I do, when I say fame, I don't mean success. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean being recognised yes. and all that yeah. sort of 100%. stuff. Yeah, 100%. That's yes. where people recognise me from. Yes. Comedy Inc. Yeah. and the Barber from Bankwell yes. ads. Yes, of course. Yeah. Iconic. So, yeah. And is that pre or post Tim? Uh, post. And how yeah. did he handle that? Like oh. I particularly think if you've got two performers, mm. I yeah. assume you're like – Peaking, well, yeah, yeah. How did he cope with that? Well, when we, th- I think this is the timelines. When we first started shooting Comedy Inc., well, he was he was thrilled for me yeah. to have that job. Yeah, and then he started his teaching degree, or right. he started actually teaching. He might okay. have already done the degree and had. Yeah, the job around that time, yeah. like he did it. Yeah, so he had another interest. Yeah, he um he he because of the work ethic. Yeah. So he yeah. went, well, this won't do. I'm doing bits and bobs acting. I'm, yeah. I'm um, working in the warehouse at Shock Records. I, yeah. I need to have a bit of a think. Was he really at Shock Records? He really was. He sounds very cool. Well, we have cool friends yeah. <laughs> that got him the job. <laughs> I mean, other than pull my finger, he sounds really cool. Totally. And yeah. also um, we used to get so many great CDs and stuff, yeah. you know, like so it was really great. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he... So he supported your ascendancy. Oh, yeah. That's why he's still married. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, we see that, don't we? Yeah. A lot in our business. Yes. In in the business of show oh, in general. Oh, yeah. That I think that's some one of the reasons some showmances don't work. Yes, is yes. Is because one can't handle the other one rising. We never had a moment of that, I can honestly say. Incredible. like. I don't know, I can't speak for Tim down deep down in his psyche, but I pretty much know everything about him. <laughs> um, he was always happy for my successes. Like Love it. Always. Good on you, Tim. Thrilled to bits. Yeah. And, you know, the n- very next minute he'd be on the phone to his mum and, you know, oh, he'd so be, that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, celebrate. So yeah. genuinely celebrating your triumphs, yes. which is how it should be. Yeah, 100%. That's exactly how it should 100%. be. So what's wrong with him? What do you mean what's wrong with him? <laughs> well, there must be something oh, wrong shit, with him. there's loads wrong with him. <laughs> I'm being facetious. In, in, but in the same. You can't be married for 30 years and not have any issues well, ever. Well, we weren't married. We yeah, together for almost 30 years, but we didn't get married until about – this is how sh- sh- how shocking I am. I don't even know when we got married. I, I think know, it I was, don't do dates. Yeah, I think yeah. it was like 2013. Yeah. Which would mean this year would be our 10th 
wedding anniversary, whatever. Yeah, my, sis- yeah. my sister remembers the day. We'll call That's her all, after. Yeah. yeah. So um, we were together a long time before we got married, but we've been through our freaking ups and Don't downs. worry about that. Yeah, yeah. We have been through, yeah. And without, because I never want to, it's not meant to be a gotcha thing. Like no. I never want to go, oh, tell me your deep, dark secrets. Yeah, yeah. But how did you resolve stuff? That's what I'm interested yeah. in. By um, just we learnt to raise it as quick as you, you can, yeah. you know. If Everything's you let things, on the table. Correct. If you let things mm. sit, they mm. fester. Mm. Um, if you, yeah, don't address the, yeah, the elephant in the room. Oh, it will agree more. just become bigger and you bigger. You start to choke, right? Yeah. The, the most common response I have when people ring in and say, like, I don't know if I should leave. Yeah. You know, I don't – because if there's an absence, if, if there's no one's throwing punches mm. or no one's cheated or some, mm-hmm. like, obvious thing, people don't know, yeah. you know, when to leave. And my response is always when you feel like you can't breathe. Yeah, right. And that's what happens yeah. when you don't address shit. Yes, like it starts maybe at the knee and it just moves up and up and up yeah. until you're at the throat and you can't yeah. you can't even talk anymore. Yep. You're done. Yeah. So you've managed to get through some hard shit yep. by putting it on the table. Absolutely. Face it. Yeah. Walk into the fire. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes, even now, all these years later, sometimes it's really hard mm. because you get all, well, I get all, um, you know, sort of blamey and, do you? you know, yeah. Like you did this, it's your fault? Yeah, or, or, or just, um, oh, clearly you can't see what's fucking going on. There's a problem yeah, here yeah, with yeah. this, that and the other. Yeah. You can. Yeah. It's just that neither of us have kind of been yeah. brave enough or had this mental headspace or, yeah. you know, the physical space alone yeah. to raise it or, yeah. Because you forget as well, I think, when you're talking about couples and a marriage of 30 years, you're also talking about like you've had health issues. Mm. I'm sure he's had health issues yeah. in that time. Yep. You've got kids. Yeah. They've had issues. Yeah. You've got parents. Yes. You've got neighbours. You've lost got, parents. You've lost We've, parents. You, know, yeah. you lose money. You gain money. Yeah. It's not like you're working full time on your relationship. No, God. And no. one of the easiest things in the world can be to address the big elephant in the room. Yeah. Oh, my kid's sick. Yeah. All right. The whole family focuses on that. Yeah. And before you you know, you turn around and three years later you haven't spoken to each other mm, mm, yeah. and you feel like you don't know where to start. Yeah. Yeah. A big one for us, I feel like it's it's worth saying, is that we had, uh, we've had a very tricky sex life because right. um, I was sort of, I was, we, we, we started off well. Yeah, most people do, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Correct. And then I don't even know what really happened, yeah. but then we got into this habit of not really having sex. Yeah, right. And then when we were brave enough to address it yeah. and then brave enough to kind of address it medically. or No, no, yeah. I started off with a kind of like a sex psychologist or oh, yeah, like a sex therapist. therapist. Yes, that's it. That is a big elephant in a very big room, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Because no one wants to sit down and go, no. I don't want to have sex with you, but I don't know why. And I cannot tell you how much I wished I had done that. Earlier. We had done that fucking six years earlier. So did you raise it? Did he raise it? Or was it always we sort would, of we joked would both, about? No, or? we would both raise it a little bit. 
Yeah. And I mean, I don't think I'm a prude at all. But you when it comes to that, I know, right? But it's a hard thing to say. Yeah. yeah. And and when your friends are all saying, oh, my God, we had the best sex last night. And, and you're Half just going, you just, bro. you're true. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, you just go, oh, great. And yeah. be going, fucking hell. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, try. Yeah, we really don't have, yeah. you know. And, and this that is was early our, on? Like how early on are we well, talking? Oh. Roughly. If probably by the kind of three to four years together, mm. it started to, mm. you know, and then it would just go on and on and on. Yeah, and yeah. people were also close girlfriends. Like I wouldn't talk to many people about it, but... Uh. But if you if I did, they'd people would be like, you know, Jesus, he must be a, a good bloke, or he must be. Oh, see that getting it me somewhere nuts. else. That or, gives me. They the didn't shits. say that, but you know what I mean. Yeah, they imply it though. Imply it. Yeah. And um, to yeah. be quite honest, Tim was rooting his way around, you know, Perth and Sydney right. before I met him. Yeah. So he was probably his sexual yeah. peak then. <laughs> And he's just a good bloke, and that's not yeah, to yeah. say that you know he yeah he didn't pleasure but also, himself and all that sort of and shit. And the assumption I mean, in that is that you weren't missing it. Yeah, you yeah. know that like it can it is possible that you your sexual connection had been lost with him, but that you're still a sexual person. Yeah, like there's such a gendered assumption oh, in totally. that. Totally. And all the jokes that we do about you know oh he needs it once a week oh, or we all go it, yeah. and it's like there's never any idea that maybe a woman yes needs to have sexual yeah. attention. It might be different. Yeah, but it's still sexual attention and connection. Mm. Yeah. I think that's amazing that you've admitted that. This I can tell you now. There's so many people who'll be listening, who will be going, "That's me." Yeah, and three or four years in, actually, that's actually really common. I reckon. Yeah, re- I reckon really too. Really common. You know, the, at the time, you say to yourself, Something "Oh, this is common. With me. We'll get through right. it, or right, right. whatever, whatever." But it wasn't until I saw the sex therapist, and, and it was quite simple. So, how many years end. later did you see the sex therapist? Probably seven. Like, as in, probably seven years from when we. Got together. So you hang in there because you love each other and yeah. you think it'll resolve. Yeah. And, and, then and finally... we would be intimate in other ways. Yeah, of course. But not um, – but then even then that started to die off because yeah. there's this thing I think we're conditioned that the end job will be yes. penile penetration yes. and an orgasm and then yes. we're done. The you whole know, show. Right? And, yeah, yeah it couldn't yeah, yeah, be. Yeah. But it was because I had this condition – called um, vulvodynia or vulvodynia, which is sort oh. of like pain. Like it's yeah. – and it's it's sort of a skin condition, but, yeah. it, it, but it can also be brought on by sort of trauma or, you mm. know, I think – it's also I think called vestibulitis or something like that, vaginal vestibulitis. And I have vaginitis. In vaginitis, my mind. yeah. It's, but I anyway, think it's along it's that pain those in the lines. Snatch. Yeah, exactly. So pain during Johnny pain. It's yes. Johnny pain. Johnny pain, which is going to give you. I mean, again, we throw around PTSD too much. Yeah, but you're going to develop a Pavlovian response. Correct, and the vagina where created that <laughs> response. Yeah, shut down. Shut down. Shut down. Get out, and yeah, then and leave it me will alone. Hurt. Leave yeah. me alone. Yeah. yeah, and funnily enough. The best thing kind of for it is pregnancy. Oh, wow. <laughs> because it sends Different a lot of blood to the area. And, okay. and Yeah, and hormones. So and, the sex and, therapist diagnosed this? Yeah, well, no she, she referred me to a dermatologist who right. confirmed it. Yeah, they have to do a little test with a, you know, um, cotton bud, like a long mm. cotton bud thing up, oh, your, like up your COVID test. Yeah, like a COVID test <laughs> up your jutsi. 
Johnny COVID. <laughs> Johnny COVID. I had a little bit of Johnny COVID. <laughs> I think I might have brought it into the country. Guilty. You are in quarantine, girl. Uh, I, the whole I'm region. you in that hotel. Yeah. Johnny COVID. So, it, and it was like razor That's blades. That's not hot. That's, That's not, not hot. fucking hot at all. No. Nah. But did you feel better when you got that yeah. diagnosed? And Absolutely. I bet Tim did too. Oh, 100%. But talk me through if you are yeah, comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because by that point, you've had seven years of the elephant being in the mm-hmm, room, don't mm-hmm. touch me, all that yep. stuff. How do you rebuild that connection, even once your Johnny COVID sorted? Yeah, well, it wasn't really – it doesn't kind of get sorted. It, it's sort of um, – there's certain things that, you know, you can do to um, help make the skin area there better and yeah. that sort of stuff. But um, because I think we've been so long conditioned in that penetrative sex yeah, was yeah. going to be too the much. Thing. Yeah, yeah. We would still go through that thing of avoiding it. And then yeah. we'd kind of get our groove back on yeah. and we'd always say to each other, oh, this was great. Yeah, Why so don't nice. we do this more yeah, often? Yeah. We've got to do this more often. Then something else had happened yeah. and we'd get into that funk again. And yeah. anyway, but in the end we we conceived by um, – uh, what do you call it? A syringe. Turkey based. You know, oh of. my God, you did it less style. Yeah, because oh. <laughs> it just took that pressure off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, like, you know yeah. how hard it is to get pregnant anyway. Yeah. Well, for some people, and yeah. it was certainly was for me. Yeah. If then I had to associate that yes. with all the, and, and, and I was like, you know, getting into my, like, you know, I was 37 when I had my mm. first child. So, mm. you know, it was like that was something we, we did want to do. Wasn't you know definitely? Did you on the have cards. on your paperwork? I had my second when I was thirty-eight, and big red letters at the top of the paperwork at the hospital: geriatric mother. Oh fuck! I forgot. <laughs> I've either blocked that out. Thank you so much. Wow. Really appreciate the support. Well, when I had my second, I was forty, so yeah. I could have had on her deathbed <laughs> mother. Um, no more eggs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and did that help? The pregnancies well, we, help? Yes. It did help with, yes, the, they with did. the VAG COVID. Yes, they did. Yeah. But still, we yeah, still struggle. Still struggle we yeah. still, you know, yeah. like, and then we'll be stupid things like the one night we were going, oh, we're really going to go for yeah. it. We're in the fucking caravan with my son <laughs> sleeping down the other end. He's like, yeah. are you guys cuddling? Yeah. We, yeah, yeah, mate, we're cuddling. And then off. I just, and then I just, it just oh, clamped shut. What a you know, diner killer. So fucking hell. Seriously. Um, yeah. So yeah. it's been an ongoing kind of a, a, a thing. thing. And I, and because of yeah. why I mentioned it is because like, you know, I, I, listened to the podcast and it's so lovely when you hear things that you go, oh, my God. Oh, yes, me too. Yeah. Yes. So that's oh, – I really yeah. appreciate it because I think particularly now in the sort of Instagram generation, but probably forever really, mm. there's this pressure that you've got to present this public face yeah. and our relationship's perfect and our yeah. kids are perfect oh. and my parents are perfect and my fucking house is perfect. <laughs> and everyone's lying. Yeah. You know, the truth is there are so many long-term couples, even without yeah. health issues, yes. that struggle with sexual connection. Yeah. That's the truth. Or we wouldn't be having all these columns on date night and yeah. fucking go to a hotel and yeah. buy this thing and da-da-da. Like, it's hard. We it's were not so meant hard. to be married this long. Yeah. Right? We're born alone. <laughs> or we weren't meant to live this long. Yeah, yeah. You know, so keeping a sexual connection for anyone for 30 years is yeah. going to be difficult, Yeah. let alone if you're physically hurting. Mm. So I'm mm. really glad you've raised it because I reckon there'll be lots of people going, me too, awesome. don't feel so stupid, yeah. 
don't feel alone, mm. you know. Um, what do you think, and then I'll move on to, yep. I want to ask you a question, but I would like to know, what do you think are like the, the biggest challenge about maintaining a relationship of that length and also the most beautiful thing about it? Mm. I think that we're big, doing a SWOT analysis on your uh, yeah, strengths, right. weaknesses, opportunities, and I don't know what the T is. Yeah. Um, I think the – yeah, I don't – strengths. Yeah, it's pro- probably like I said before about being being honest and yeah. upfront and, and just addressing something. Yeah. Shit's gone down, not letting it – Fester for too long, and, mm. and and before you're addressing it, sounds like you've got a lot of trust with each other. Yeah, yeah, you know, because that gets you through the irritations, right? Mm-hmm. You don't know how to stack the dishwasher, or you fucking yeah. left your toenail clippings. If you <laughs> trust each other, yeah, that's a really big thing. All right, I wanted to ask you now, culture chat section mm. about now. It doesn't matter who's seen the show; plenty of people listening will not have heard of it. But there's a fabulous show called Shrinking on Apple TV. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it, but I know of it. Right. I insist you go and watch it. I can't wait. Insist. Right. But it really doesn't matter for the purposes of the conversation. Mm -hmm. What I want you to imagine, so Harrison Ford plays an older, I think he's a psychologist. He could be a psychiatrist. He's Mm -hmm. a mental health professional. And he's a bit, as you can imagine, Harrison Ford is in his 70s, you know, dry, a little bit over it, but he can't help but be kind of lovely. Yep. But he's that prick. He'd be that kind of dad who would never say, oh, I'm proud of you, Genevieve, but he'd go down the bowls club and tell everyone. Yes. He's that kind of guy. Yeah. Right? So he can't help being nice, but he just doesn't want anyone to know. Right. Um, he's talking to one of his colleagues whose wife has died mm-hmm. and who's thinking of getting back into a relationship, and he says this, and I just wanted to see how it landed with you. Mm. He said, stay open, don't close off, only two vulnerable people together can make it work. Oh. Bang. That really hit me. Oh, that is how does that? How does that hit you that, and why? Well, it hits me in the feels in, yeah. in, because it, that's dead. You know, vulnerable is also, an, you know, I think of it as, yeah, open, yeah. Um, uh, raw, you know, all of those adjectives that – that's when that's when you are able to create something. Yeah. If you're closed off and you're, uh, yeah, just th- then there's nothing. There's there's yes. something for a little while. Yes. Something until you can't fake it anymore. Yes. But that vulnerability is is yeah. It's like the frisson. I agree. You know, yeah. It's like the I don't know if this was your experience, but certainly like when I had my first kid. Mm. I, it felt like my chest had been cracked open. Yeah. You know, like I thought I'd been in love and I'd loved deeply and all that kind of stuff. And I thought, oh, I, just, I didn't know. Yeah. You know yes. what I mean? Like I did, I'm so vulnerable now and not all in good ways. No. Like the worry. Yeah. And the, all of that kind of stuff. But yeah. you can't have the love without the worry. No. And I could just imagine him. And again, just imagine Harrison Ford. I can imagine him in as his character in his marriage, yeah. having to be right. Right, You know, okay. do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? It's yeah. like a man who's lost his marriage yeah. because he couldn't be that vulnerable. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's speaking from a place of pain right. and experience. Yes. But, geez, that's hard, isn't it? Because usually it? one of you is shut down. Yeah. 
or both of you are, or over time you become that. Oh, yeah. Like how do you keep your chest cavity open? That's right. Getting punched. Yes. And, and ours do. Like, look, I, I look at Tim some, some days and think, I fucking hate you. Yeah. Like, I could stab you yeah. right now. Yeah. And and you clearly fucking hate me. Yeah. You know, but there, and so it, I don't want it to sound like we're both open and talk all the yeah, time yeah, yeah. because it's bloody not that. Yeah, but when but it only gets better or gets um, <laughs> manageable. Yeah, when we do open that up, when you let that go. Yeah, and let that, it reminds yeah. me of you know that moment when you have a fight with a partner, mm. and even if you know you're right, like that moment where you think, or oh, with your kids, mm. I must admit I'm better at it with my kids. Yeah, but I've learned I'm learning to do it in romantic relationships as well. That moment where you kind of metaphorically crawl back and go. What do you mean? Uh, <laughs> do you know yeah, what I mean? Rather yeah, than going, yeah, yeah. this is what you said, what? this is what you did, and I was there, and I wish I'd bloody record it, where you actually go, I, I want to listen to you. Yeah, yeah. What Jeez, was, that's hard. It, it is. It is. And what was, like, I might have I might have misread it's possible. what you were saying. Possible. Your was your intention yeah. to hurt me? Yeah. No, of course it's not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. It's yeah. that going in with your belly open. Yeah. You know, it's like we're both dog people. Yes. It's the dog on the on, on their it. back. Yeah. Going, I'm I'm available. Yeah. And that real proper softness. Yes. Like not that I'm just apologizing to get this done. No. Sorry. No. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And I am a snapper. Like because right. I've often got lots of things going in my head and I'm learning to um we've caught this um, thing Tim learnt recently from our beautiful sister-in-law, the window of tolerance. Yeah, right. Right? So that's yeah. here. And yeah. When so you, top of the chest, chest to the belly button. To the button. belly button, that's yeah. your window of tolerance. Yeah. When you're getting hyper up yeah. there, yeah. that's not helpful. Nope. And then when you're getting, you know, lower down yeah. there into – so yeah. if I'm staying there, yes. I can just take a breath and say – Yes. You know, like it's like, you know, did you put petrol in the car? Yes. Do you know? I didn't. Mm. I'm sorry about that, but I, you know, no worries. You know, but if he said, no. give me a minute yeah. till I can get back into that window. Yeah. Right? Because um, there's sometimes you can't. Oh, yeah. Right? There's sometimes you are escalated and someone having not filled up the petrol tank will send yeah. you into a spiral. And yeah. that's all right too. Yeah. But if you stay there. That's right. And you can never come back into the, oh, shit, sorry, I overreacted. I've got a funny petrol story. Um, it's always when, a petrol story. When I was, this is pretty dark, but it's, I've probably told it on other things, but when I was first diagnosed with cancer, with yeah. non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, we were pretty devo, as you can imagine, because it was all new to us yeah, and we didn't course. know what it was and we'd had tears at the hospital and then we got home. And we've got this arrangement when we're in the car together. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Whoever's driving, um, the, the passenger gets out and gets the petrol. Yeah. It's just like what, deal. what we've got, you know. Yeah. Like if you cook, the other one does Correct. the dishes. Correct. Yeah. So, you know, pull up at the servo and I, and Tim's driving and this is after the, the, the um, diagnosis. And then he looks at me 
as if to go, well, you're the passenger. And I just said, I've got fucking cancer. <laughs> like a true comedian. Yeah, and that's – and we both – Pissed ourselves I'm laughing. I'm amazed you didn't follow it up with, I'm almost dead. Yeah, yeah. Like. Oh, I thought I've got to save something <laughs> save in the tank. Save it for later. <laughs> and, um, and he got out and filled the car yeah, up. Yeah, I bet he fucking yeah. did. And we were laughing and crying and laughing. No, you know, and yeah. exactly. And that's catharsis. Yes, absolutely. Like, yes, it's dark. But yeah. But again, that, I mean, cancer's a fucking big elephant in the room totally. to ignore. Yeah. Right? Like, to be able to actually address that. Oh, yeah. To that, me, that's very healthy. That's. That humour has got me through. Your humour. Oh, my humour. Yeah. I had the nurses and, you yeah, know. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. I bet. You're sitting there with chemo shtick. dripping into your arm. Doing shtick. Doing a little da 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 Pretty da, much. But that you cope. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I did. That's what I did through labour too. I, yeah. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> I find it incredible because I asked you before whether or not your cancer diagnosis affected your relationship because obviously for a lot of people it does. And yeah. you said pretty much not. Only in terms of strengthening the bonds, yeah. See that. I mean, we talk a lot about red flags because we have to. But what a green flag! Yeah, like 100%. if you can face something that big. Yeah. And again, I'm assuming in the moments where you do give each other the shits because you can't live with someone oh God, and no. not be irritated. Oh. But if you can come back into we faced cancer Correct. and got stronger. Yeah. Like this is a good relationship. Yeah. All right, now I'm going to put to you as an expert yes. in the culture ether yes. a couple of memes. The oh, first yeah. one I can't attribute. It was just I just saw it on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever this was, I think it was a girl, says, listen, am I the most attractive girl out there? Of course not. <laughs> but do I have a good personality? No. <laughs> but do I wake up every day and try to be the best person I can be? Also no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Oh god! I, I love that humor. That is that's, oh. that's choice, but that's, also the humanity oh, of it. Exactly. Like I am. I don't know about <laughs> you, but I get the vibe that we're on the same team. Of I am sick of self improvement. Oh fuck yeah! No one wakes up every day going right. Yeah. I'm in beast mode. Yeah. Right. How yeah. can I improve X, Y, and Z? Like yes, some days you do that. Yeah. But most days are pretty banal. Yeah. I think I had a pretty good day today, which I'm surprised about. But you stacked some shelves. Most, well, no, I didn't you work. Out didn't the go till. to work. Didn't go to work. <laughs> you know, that was yesterday. That was day. probably if I had a good day. Yeah, <laughs> but exactly the, yeah. the kind of you know, am I the best? No, probably not. All right, let yeah. me put another one to you. Mm. This is from at a little bit hippie, a little bit hood oh. on Facebook, which yeah. I recommend you follow. Mm-hmm. They say, when men raise their voice at you, just go, oh, buddy, big feelings. And that should help. <laughs> How good is that? That is so good. Rather than trying to get into a toe-to-toe. Yeah. Oh, fella. Oh, gee. And I would, oh, gee, that could really, you could see a red flag straight away. Correct. After saying, after saying that. How they either respond. Gonna, yep. Yeah, you're either going to get someone who will just get it and yes. and go, oh my god, oh, I feel so embarrassed, yes, or whatever, or just rage. I've seen some. I don't know if you watch it, but I've been watching a bit of Married at First Sight. Married, I was just guilty about to say. pleasure, mate. 
Harrison with Correct. the with the rain in the sun. Yeah, flag central. Absolutely, and he would toss the table. I reckon. I think it's actually it speaks to. I mean, I overread everything, but I reckon yeah. you'll go with You're me. Same, yeah. I reckon it actually does speak to something about masculinity in mm. the sense that I reckon a lot of what we think of like incels and, you know, MRA guys and guys who are like trolling women on the internet and stuff, in no mm. way is this an excuse, but a lot of them are sad. Yes. I really think they're sad yep. and they don't know how to say I'm sad. Yeah. And so they fucking rage. Yeah. Whether verbally, physically or all the things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that speaks to that, I reckon. It does. Do, actually naming the feeling. <sighs> exactly. What's wrong, little fella? Like it's very yeah. immature yeah. response yeah. to conflict. Totally. To rage like that. Totally. Or to Or to opposition. Yeah. Should we take some calls? Yes. All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I've got some curly ones for you. All right. Hi, Nelly. It's Sal. Um, I've just had this experience in the last week and wanted to share it with you because I think you'll find it both uh, pathetic and slightly hilarious. Um, I dated someone for four weeks recently after a six-year relationship ended and um, this this man was lovely, intelligent, funny, handsome, you know, considerate. Um, you know, there was a, a few little things that I found irritating but he is a man so that's normal but um, once we decided that we're going to sleep together for the first time, uh, I had the room all nicely set up, hotel room, don't mind if I do, and uh, he arrived, things got uh, heated in the bedroom, but instead of um, getting all up in this and it's black lingerie, um, he wanted me to watch him have a wank. So the first time this guy has a naked woman in front of him in a year and he wants to have a jerk. So... um, what do you guys think of men who prefer to masturbate than have sex? I'm sure we've all come across it. Um, compulsive masturbators, porn addicts, etc. Um, be interested to hear your view. All right. Thanks, Nelly. Bye. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Genevieve Morris. Well, I just... Oh, okay. Where do we start with this one? Well, we start with why have you, you know... You've been happy to see her for four weeks, four weeks going yeah. out, having dinner, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And and was this yeah. always in your head? Yeah. That I can't wait till I can we can be intimate and she can watch me yeah. wait. Like just from the get what? go. Like what is going on? And what's in it for her? Yeah. You know, like what Yes. You know, where where <laughs> I, 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 honestly I've got no problem about down the track sure sure you know yeah. or or that's how you met on a platform that is into that stuff Look, or whatever if he put on his if they met on an online dating profile app yeah. and he said what i liked or even messaged Correct. Or even said on one of the dates, look, this is what I'm into and I'm not into other things. She then makes that call for that, herself. That choice, yeah. I mean, that, like, it's yeah, not about not the fact that it's wrong to w- no. have someone watch your wank. No. But in this situation, to me, it's a bit of a power play. Yeah. Like yeah. to have her in a hotel room alone yeah. with no information that, and I'm, you know, it's hard to talk about this without there being sexual innuendo, but mm. she's got no idea what's coming. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. Like, wouldn't you be? You'd be a bit deer in the headlights, wouldn't you? 
Yeah, it's and it's it's a bit Harvey Weinstein or something. It wasn't there. Well, or, no, no, Louis no, 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 Louis C.K. That's who it was. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it's a test. Truly, I right. think it is because anyone would have the expectation they've been dating for four weeks. They've booked a hotel room for a reason. So, did she book the hotel room? I think she, I feel like either I don't know way, why, yeah, they knew they were going to go correct. to a hotel. You know, yeah. you're going there to have some kind of sexual contact. Correct. Yeah. You would not expect no that that involved sitting on a chair watching a guy wank. Right. To me, there's an element. I'm uncomfortable with the power play in it. Yes. That's something you let someone know in advance. Absolutely. So they get to decide whether that's their jam or not. Yeah. Yeah. I don't and know. and is it the is the test part him saying, Yeah, she can cope with this. So what's next? Or maybe he <laughs> likes that power. Yeah. You know, maybe yeah. he actually likes the the fact that she's a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. Even. Because oh. it's there's something not right. No, the ba- there's no balance the because there's no communication. Is not wrong. No. Let's be very clear. Hundred percent. It's a scenario mm-hmm. without warning. That yeah. I'm uncomfortable with. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm uncomfortable with it. And even aside from the power stuff, how disappointing. Oh, she's what's in it for her? Where she's gone, oh, I, can, I know this feeling. It's like you've been in a long-term relationship, you've broken up, you've finally summoned the courage to go on a date, you shit yourself, Yeah, you've got fucking diarrhoea, you're trying yeah. to buy new bras, you're so str- You know, the whole thing, it's really stressful. Yeah to come back into that sort of thing and then this is what happens. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for her. Oh, you're there going, I'm right here in front of you. <sighs> and as she mentioned porn, I wonder, do you think it's, is it a porn thing or is that just a coincidence? Like I think she's thinking, is this guy like so into porn that an actual woman in front of him is no longer enough right, to get off? Yeah, and that's his... Kind of learning is he learnt yeah um, the way what sex is is he learnt through porn yeah or has or, he watched so much that that's like it has to be exp- yeah this sort of experience to be of interest mm. I mean that's her assumption I don't know we can't yeah. know we don't know this guy no I don't like it I don't like it I'm not no, happy I'm with saying it no I say no move on yep Definitely. And I hope he paid for the hotel. Oh, fuck, I hope he paid for the hotel. That's, yeah. And if you would like, I'd love you to call back in and tell us what you did. Yes, that would be great. And without any judgment. No. Because I can imagine going, I actually can imagine plenty of people going along with it because you're so blindsided that you go, especially if you haven't been dating much, oh, maybe this is what happens now. Yeah. And then feeling terrible after. I can equally imagine her going, oh, fuck off, son, and leaving. Yeah. You know, like, yep. I would love to actually know what she oh, did. Me too. Hi, Nelly. You can call me Anna. I must say, this is about the fifth time I've tried to send this speak pipe. I just wanted to say I'm loving the podcast and was a huge fan of The Single Life of Us. I finally feel like I've found my people. A bit of background about me for context. I'm in my 40s with two boys in primary school. I've been divorced just on eight years after being married for 17. You brought me to tears in an episode of The Single Life of Us when you spoke about being scared of your partner, even though they never hit you. I haven't dated since my divorce. I think I'm too scared to. And I'm so time poor being a working mum and playing dad for that matter with a neurodiverse child. Anyway, now for what I really wanted to talk to you about. 
there's a guy at work who I think is pretty amazing. Unfortunately, his partner thinks the same thing. As we're in different departments now, I don't run into him that often, but when I do, it throws me into a spin for weeks. I feel like we share a connection. However, my dilemma is, should I say something or should I just try and forget about him? On one hand, I wonder, is the attraction because he's safe, as I can't have him, as he already has a partner? On the other hand, I'm not so sure. I'm not sure about anything when it comes to men these days. I'm after any suggestions that you might have about whether I should say something to him or not, how I can get past this. Or if you do think I should say something, can you just can you suggest something that I could say that would subtly let him know that I'm interested, that wouldn't be perceived as harassment in the workplace, or that if he told everyone at work about it, I could innocently explain it away. If I could do this while maintaining a shred of dignity and then he showed no interest, I feel like I could finally put my feelings to bed and move on. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. Hi Nellie, it's Annie here again. I Just further to my last message, I just wanted to say please don't think I'm a relationship wrecker. Uh, that's not my intent at all. I'm still keen to hear your thoughts. And also on another note, forgot to mention not sure if you've ever seen on Netflix comedian Daniel Sloss's um, show. There's a show on there he does about called Jigsaw and he covers often relationships and how relationships are like a jigsaw puzzle. Anyway, one of the things I took away from it, which I think everyone should watch this show, it's fantastic, but he said that it's talked about that it's okay to be on your own, that you need to love yourself and he said, imagine if you only love yourself 30% and then someone comes and loves you 50%, you're going to actually think that they're amazing when in actual fact you're still missing out on another 50% of love from someone. Anyway, it was a very inst- interesting analogy and I think you should check him out. Okay, bye. All right, COVID Johnny Jen, <laughs> as you will now be known in my house and those all around the country. Oh. WTAF. Wow, there's so much in there. Where do we, can I just clarify yeah. something? For those who haven't listened to my other podcast, Single Life of Us, um, I used to work in family violence mm. and I've done a lot of shows and, and work in that area. So I make a point of trying to talk about it a lot in respect for relationships. Mm. Can I just clarify, though, that I was not scared of my ex-partner? Yes. Just yes. in case it sounded like that. Mm-hmm. He was... Absolutely yeah. lovely and gentle yeah. and wonderful. Um, but we talked about a lot and I'll continue to the fact that there is more to um, intimate partner violence than physical abuse. Oh, yeah. There yeah. can be emotional abuse, financial, a whole range of things. Yep. Just wanted to clarify Great. that. Yeah. Right. Go Far for out. it. Thoughts, Far feelings, out. reactions. Oh, so much in it because there's the whole, what did she say, eight years or something that she hasn't dated yep. for and, and so all So she of was that. obviously in a very long-term relationship. Yeah, 17 years. And that then sounds like it was abusive. Yeah, yeah. She hasn't dated for a long time, mm. so she's out of practice. Yep. And if I can put this with the greatest amount of love and, and respect, she's probably very lonely. Yeah. And craving mm. attention, affection, respect, yeah, sex, yep. flirtation, all of it. She's and vulnerable. That's right. She's incredibly vulnerable. And and because she's got feelings for this person that she works with mm. is probably partly because she works with them and has and and has and feels comfortable yep. with them. Yes. And 
that is a very attractive thing. feeling thing. Well, especially if you've been hurt. Exactly. Right? If you've been in an abusive relationship, mm-hmm. the idea of standing in a bar and picking up a stranger oh, or meeting it. someone on a dating app or something mm. like that, terrifying. Absolutely. You've got to meet this guy yep. and feel safe. Yeah. And that is like kryptonite. Mm. Mm. That's right. Especially if he gives you attention. Yeah. Yeah. There's the very strong possibility that um, – at least one pe- person will be hurt. Oh, I think it's almost an inevitability. Correct. Well, it is an inevitability. Well, yeah. It's either her, mm-hmm. the wife, mm. him, or all three of them. Correct. And whichever children are involved. Yes. Yes. So for, she, you know, she mentioned one of her options was just to forget about it and mm. move on. Mm. Well, you don't have to necessarily forget about it. You mm. can put it in your in your. You know, wank bank. In your wank bank. I was going to say your journal. But sure, Genevieve Morris, you filthy whore. Well, I just mean, you know, that you could... You can fantasise without without doing something about it. Without doing something about it. Or you brave up Mm. and you... All you're doing is letting him know because of this thing that you go into a spin every time you, you know, you see him or, you, you know... I guess you could consider um, being brave enough to say off the off work time, mm. you know, or I don't know how you'd do this, but to say, look, I've got to let you know in case in case it feels uncomfortable between us. Mm. I've developed a bit of a silly crush on you, or mm. see, I always say, yeah, talk yeah. it down, um, and I hope that. That's not going to make it weird, but I kind of mm. needed to get it off my chest because that way there's there's no weirdness we mm. can you know or else you know and then then you've put it out there you know there's the possibility he'll go oh fuck oh oh thanks for letting me know oh that mm. is weird maybe he'll turn weird then you'll just stop liking him mm. but or maybe he'll say that's interesting mm. um, you know because sometimes those things are there because. There is a certain special attention maybe that they pay to you that, I don't know, it just opens the door for, well, it could open the door for a shitstorm, but I, re- I don't I know. I wonder, let me put this to you, what if she says that to him and then he goes, yeah, me too? Yeah. Okay, so if he goes, me too, mm. then as a sister, mm. I think she's got to say, okay, but you're married, mm. and I don't want to so go what's in and going hurt. On there. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. because yeah. he could just be saying me too because he thinks here's an opportunity. This will be mm. and there's and he's in a happy marriage, and then it all gets you know. And maybe he flirts with everyone. Yeah, who knows? Like I think yes. I reckon she's answered her own question. Yeah, because she Covered said. The, yeah, I mean, aside from the fact that she talked about. You know, there's sexual harassment possibilities. There's work yeah. implicate. This is a single mum. Yeah. Like you do not fuck around at work no. if you could lose your job. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like that first and foremost. Particularly in those sorts of workplaces. Yeah. Because that could and I can tell you it, it she is vulnerable financially. Yes. yes. You know, in that situation. Um, but even putting that aside, she said herself, I reckon this is the key, she knows. She said, I'm attracted to him. Is it possible I'm attracted to him because I can't have him? Ah. Yes. Yes. 
Yes. This is a safe way Ah. for you to feel attractive. Yes. And actually long-term that will hold you back. Mm. You know, like you actually need at some point that vulnerability we were talking about Mm. and it's much harder for her than most. Totally. If you've been in an abusive relationship, I'm not minimising that for a second. No. But if you only ever play with people you can't have, you're going to stay hurt. That's right. That crush will pass. That's my thing too. It feels like it won't. Yeah. But we've all had that, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. Even married people have that. Yeah. You can have a crush, wait it out. Yep. I would say unequivocally, leave it alone, say nothing, wait for it to pass. Yep. All right, you ready for a letter? Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, this one, I'm so glad that this person wrote in with this because we don't talk about this topic enough. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you're the kind of woman who can handle a taboo. Mm, all right. Dear Nelly, I'm 54 and was gifted herpes in my late teens. Mm-hmm. A relationship of five years and he had been my only sexual experience. Unbeknownst to me, he was having plenty elsewhere. At the time, condoms were really only for not getting pregnant and weren't taken seriously for anything else and I was on the pill. The physical and emotional pain was excruciating and the horrid jokes about it in the late 80s left me in a very bad space. With an upbringing of emotional abuse and neglect to put me in a spiral of massive depression and suicidal thoughts, I felt like I was damaged goods. You have to tell future partners, right? It's morally responsible. Along comes a bloke, very interested, and I'm terrified of what I have to say to him. He actually beat me to it and confessed that he had herpes. I laughed so hard with relief. He was extremely confused. That information saved my life. I wasn't alone. Since then, I've had to confess to every partner and it's a nightmare. Only one bloke has told me they're also inflicted. So I've always fantasised about a dating app for herpes alumni only. It could obviously end in tears in the wrong hands, but geez, it would make my world a whole lot easier. Oh, wouldn't it? What say you? I couldn't call this in. It's too personal. Thank you, Nelly. You rock. <laughs> love it. I love it. Mad for it. And again, the humour. The you got to just, you know, the name humor. it. Name it. Patent the shit out of that. Absolutely. Get Start your, it. Get your app going. Now, first things oh. first. What did you learn about STIs? Um, oh, we had a, we had a pretty. I, I I thought my, our education at my high school, which was a kind of an alternative high school, um, it was pretty just upfront. Yeah. yeah. Was it shaming? Was it, well, once you get no. it, you're damaged goods? No. Great. No. Gee, that's rare. Yeah. I felt like it was, you know, it was just all about being safe and then yep. going to see a medical person if, you know, you had something that Test was. Test and treat. Yeah, and yeah, trait. yeah. Yeah. But I remember a GP, I, I got um, a vaginal wart. When I was, um, <laughs> your vag has been through the oh, ringer. Jesus, the ringer. Yeah, and I remember, like, you know, t- seeing this GP, and then I was like, because I had had unsafe sex with yeah. with a, a bloke, and um, and he was a friend. You know, he was a mate. You yeah. know, we're pissed and whatever, and and then yeah, and and so I remember saying to her, so should I tell him? You know, like mm. that I've got these. And she said, oh, she said, look, it's up to you. Yeah. But generally my experience is like blokes are going to say, my dick. Yeah. There's something wrong <laughs> with my dick. 
and she said, don't lose too much sleep over it. He probably go, knows already. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but so that just rang a bell with the telling, having to tell, you know. Yes. And, God, wouldn't it be easier? To just oh. we're all on the same playing field. Well, for a start, we've got to get over. Like we're, we're like oh, fucking tiny, oath. immature children yep. talking about this shit. Yeah. The only thing it means if you've had an STI is that you've had sex once. Yeah. Correct. That is literally all it means. Yeah. Like the stuff that we grow up with, oh, you must be a whore, you must be a slut, oh. all of the slut-shaming words that we use, you must be this, you must be that. It means literally nothing Yeah. except you've had sex once. And in her case, once in a committed relationship, Jesus. I actually don't care how you got it, yeah. but in her case, once in a committed relationship where someone was cheating Looking on her, yeah. it is nothing to do with your character. Yeah. Herpes especially, very common. Mm. Many people don't know they have it. Yeah. It's not curable, but it's treatable. Yes. So the idea that it's this, like, life sentence that you're doomed, even the way the poor blesser feeling that weight of disclosure. Yes. I'm sorry, but if you're our age and you're dating, there's a really good chance that you're going to end up sleeping with someone with herpes or oh, something else. Just a, it's just a numbers game. Test you know? and treat. Yes. Test and treat. And there is and no perfect case. And be, you know, be, be as careful. careful as you can. Be as careful as you can. Yeah. But let's be adult about it. Mm-hmm. There are going to be people through no fault of their own. It's not a moral judgment if you no. have an STI. No. And it stops people going to the doctor. Yeah. It stops people disclosing. She's she, she literally talking about suicide. It is like catching COVID. Yes. It is like catching, I can't think of another thing. Yeah. The flu. Yeah. Some people get it, some people don't. don't. Some people are lucky. So, like, there's nothing to be ashamed of. Do you think that she she's really, she's so responsible in that yes. she's got this thing that she tells. Yeah. And do we think that everyone that she slept with has been transparent no no 100 percent not this is a really vexed area i think the whole issue of disclosure and people who work in the field and i've been i've emceed a lot of conferences where people have very different views on it right so some people are like there are apps where you can disclose Mm -hmm. you know to previous partners without saying i'm genevieve where they can be notified oh yeah so the gold standard is notification let people know yeah you know because you could have herpes and not know yeah. For example, yeah. and you could be giving it to other people without knowing or yeah. HIV or yeah. chlamydia or mm. any of the things. There's another school of thought, though, that says, you know what, this is a risk mm. of sex. Like you do the, the best you can to prevent, you know, you use condoms, you use other methods of, of safe sex. Mm-hmm. Putting the onus on people to disclose is too much, it's too shaming, it's too stigmatising. Mm. And you need to go into every sexual interaction thinking it's a possibility. Yeah. I'm somewhere in the middle. Yeah. That's what I was, I was going to ask. What? Yeah. You know, because I think the pressure for her to, if she's not having an outbreak, for example, mm. if she's treating her herpes and she's not having an outbreak and she's talking to medical professionals and she's using condoms and what, I don't know, does she have to tell her someone she doesn't want like Yeah, sandwich? that's what I, that's, yeah. I'm not sure that's about that. That's where I'm at. As a partner, sure. Sure. Because eventually you're going to have Correct. sex without condoms yep. or you know, dental dams or whatever you're using, you're going to do that. Yeah. And then you can weigh up the risks. Mm. But 
But I reckon on a one night, so I'm not sure about that. No. No, I don't think. I think she puts too much pressure on herself. Yeah. And, and, which is all kind of tied up with that sort of shame oh. and um, stigma. Yes. It, it, that's, you know, I, I've got to be, it's like penance, yes. you know. Yeah, and right? that is the old school, that is yes. religious conditioning, yeah. that is slut shaming. That's why, can I just go back and say I appreciate you saying you had genital warts? Yeah. Like even that, people don't do that. Yeah. They don't get on a podcast and say, oh, yeah, I had chlamydia. Yeah, yeah. And I went in and I'd had the antibiotics and now it's gone and, yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like we, sh- we need to be more open about this Correct. stuff because it's normal. It's, a, it's, it's right all tied up with all the mental health stuff as well. Oh. It's like can we just – Can we just say it? Fuck. Can we just say I shat my pants when I gave birth? Yeah, mate. We all did. We all did. Right? The amount of people listening in our age bracket, when I was doing my safe sex comedy shows, yeah. the most common request I had was for old people's homes. And I'm not kidding. Wow, yeah. Because chlamydia's rife. And fucking good on them. Oh, shit, yeah. Right? <laughs> if you're, you're in one of those places and you're like, oh, fancy Doris. Yeah. Bloody get get to it. Yeah. You know, but no one of that generation would even be allowed to talk about it. Yes. Can we please wow. shift it? Yeah. Please, because if you leave these things untreated, they can become really serious. Yeah. And even in some cases life-threatening. Mm. And even on a mental health level, oh. you're not damaged goods. No. You've got an STI. Yeah. That's all you've got. That's it. Yeah. No more shame. No more oh. Let the Please. shame go. She sounds awesome she to me. She does. Doesn't she? Do the app. Bet she's <laughs> hot too. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> right, we always finish up with two segments. Oh, yes. No shade on my ex where you tell me something stupid that an ex has done. In your case, it can be your husband. It's fine. Oh, yeah. And he's a 10 but. So a dating deal breaker, preferably as superficial as possible. Mm, mm. So have you had an ex do anything dumb? Just trying to think if they've done anything dumb or... Or you can tell me the most irritating thing Tim does. Like, does he hang the washing out wrong? Yeah, he used to do a lot of that shit. A lot of that I'm just Listen to that rage. Just trying to, Listen to that take myself rage. back and remember... Uh, you peg t-shirts by the shoulders. Stupid. Yeah, I think um, it wasn't an ex. It wasn't an ex-boyfriend, but it was someone I was having a little fling with. Yeah, a little liaison. Yeah, a little. Yes. you know. And <laughs> this is so embarrassing. <laughs> is this he, warts, guys? This is. This was like no, no, it wasn't. <laughs> and, and and this was like the yeah, nah. Moment, right? You know, this was the red flag yeah. hitting you in the face. It was something like I was trying to reach over to maybe like get a chip or something yeah. like over him. Yeah, and he thought he'd be great. Oh no! And pick me up. Oh no! Like, and you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like a, a not like a huge person, but I'm not like a tiny little petite person. You, you're medium to but small, correct? Yeah, and and he was a small kind of guy. <laughs> And it so was he just this. He thought he was the rock. He thought he was. He think, he's thinking, I'm Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He, I'm going to throw her around the bedroom. He did this thing where he said, <laughs> Here you go, babe, you know, and tried to lift me up. But then honestly, just, <laughs> and I kind of ended up 
on top of him, but him going, oh, as if, oh, that's where I wanted you. Oh, my God. It was the most awkward and stupid thing. And I just remember thinking, you're real thickhead. I've got to get out of here. Have you ever been to a wedding where, and I've been the person trying to do this, where someone tries to do the dirty dancing lift? Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, you've had seven UDLs. Yeah. I can, we can do, do it. it. We can, I can do it. It was like that. I weigh 100 kilos, but I can do it. Yeah. yeah. I can fly. Let the fatty fly. <laughs> <laughs> it is just, I mean, it's the best. Yeah. And the worst at and, the same and, time. Yeah. Oh, mate. Just uh, know it, your limits. Know your limits. Yeah. Know your out. manhood. Know your <laughs> <laughs> Now, he's a 10, but he can't lift me. Or no, 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 there's some, yeah. No, are you meaning the next yeah. question? It, it, um, you know that moment where you're thinking, this could go somewhere, yeah. you know, this yeah. could go somewhere. You're a bit of all right. You're a bit of all right, you, you know, yeah, okay, with that, humour, whatever. And then just mention something racist. Oh, yes. Like it's Hunch. just as simple as that. Simple as and that. And it can just be um, like a flippant comment about yeah. someone that's walking past yeah. or I'm a boss but he's bloody blah or yeah. whatever and it's just like shut down. Yep. Shut down, oh, turn off. Yeah. Or something. And we're not talking like you're not – we're both comedians. We're not overly sensitive. I'm not overly – at all. We're talking about someone like who's blatantly racist, blatantly yep. homophobic. And just – Fully misogynistic, fully whatever. And just like doesn't give a shit. saying, do you want a cup of tea? Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. Sh- you know, to, that's yeah. just – Yeah. Do you know what? I actually – I went on a date once with a guy in the days where we had answering machines. Yes. And I rang his answering machine and he was doing a fake Indian accent. And laughing about having to go to the toilet because he'd had too much curry. Yeah, that. That. Oh, boy. That's not funny. No. No. It's funny because it's so (laughs) shit. (laughs) It's so shit on your answering machine. This is how you're presenting yourself to the world. Wow. But on the upside, you're like, well, now I know. You saved my time. You You saved me a couple of months. Did you just say, (laughs) okay, see you, mate. Mind you, it was early 90s. I can't remember most of it. But, you know, like, come on. No. On that note, Genevieve Mm. Morris, will you come back? Oh, I'd love to. You're such a delight. I want to ask you so many things. Yeah, yeah. I want to ask about the impact when you had children. Yep. On your relationship. I didn't Mm. get to ask you why it took you 78 years to get married. Yep. Very yep. interested in that story. So yeah, great, come great. Back? I'd love to. Please. Thank you so much. Thank you, gorgeous what a delight. lady. Thank you. Dear Nelly, I could use some advice, dear Nelly. Yeah, some help would be nice, dear Nelly. I'm eager to hear your point of view. Dear Nelly, there's a lot to explore, dear Nelly. When you're 40 or more, dear Nelly So I'm hoping we can talk it through
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, thanks so much for listening to Dear Nelly. Now, don't be shy. I would love to hear your questions and comments. To send me a recording or an email, go to nellythomas.com and follow the links. It's super easy and you might hear me talk about your question in a future episode. Huge thanks to producer Sam Peterson from the Producer Boy Creative Production team and to producer Faye Younger, who in addition to being an excellent human, is also a brilliant real estate buyer's advocate and can be found at youngerhill.com. Thanks to Acast and all the team. And lastly, to you. Without the listeners, I'm just a middle-aged mole talking shit to no one. Please rate, review and consider subscribing for five bucks a month for a bonus episode and to help me keep the lights on. And tell your bloody mates, would you? I'd really appreciate it. Love yous.